0: This is Guy Reinventing the Tattoo Community, where tattoo artists, collectors, apprentices, and the curious are all encouraged to join these live streams, to watch the replays, uh, to get together in real life at tattoo events, and ultimately to inspire each other to create better art and better tattoos. Um, We're beaming out nearly every day and with your help, I've evolved into a quality network of amazing live and uh, recorded replay uh, tattoo shows. And if you have a Roku channel and you and you download uh, the Reinventing the Tattoo, it looks exactly like a tattoo network of shows. It's pretty crazy. Um, Okay, so you are currently watching the Tattoo Now show. Hey, that's my show. Uh, So uh, at the end of this introduction, instead of uh, hiding out in the background and reading the comments and making the tech work, I'm going to be interviewing uh, Amy Nichols of the Apprenticeship Diaries, an awesome tattooer that we met a long time ago now, I think at one of the very first art retreats or tattoo shows. and yeah, she's got a great podcast and does uh, a lot of great stuff inside of the tattoo world and art world in general, so it'll be fun to, uh, to catch up with her. So, uh, let's see, let me get back on script here. Uh, you can find the Reinventing the Tattoo uh, in either of the app stores, so go to the Apple Store or the Google Play Store, do a search for Reinventing the Tattoo, as well as, like I was saying, the Roku. Uh, also, the YouTube and the Facebook we stream out live from and the replays go out on, well, you guessed it, Roku. I guess I got to stick to the script so I don't keep repeating it. But I'm excited. The Roku is new. If you have Roku, uh, download it. And if you don't and you're laughing at uh, me for saying it so much, uh, it'll be coming to a smart TV near you also. Okay. Uh, you can always get the latest event schedule notifications so you don't miss shows or, or, or the drawing group So you can beam into them. Um, if you want to just find something to watch or listen at two o'clock in the morning because you're not quite sure, but you can't go to sleep. Uh, you could always, or you want to recommend any of these amazing shows to one of your artist friends or family, but you're not sure where to start. You could always send them to reinventing 247com and it'll scoots that URL straight to, um, a spot on the homepage where we have, I think 10 to 15 different channels going with all of the replays of all the amazing content um okay um also reinventingthetattoo.com is the main url that will never change um if you are a tattooer and you go to reinventingthetattoo.com there's a little link up at the top there that says uh let's discuss goals uh you sign up uh with your uh email address and you check off what goals of yours you want to work on and the you'll get a series of emails that are custom crafted uh for you it's pretty awesome um, okay, let's see upcoming real world events. Uh, April 11th to the 12th, inspiring.tours is landing in New Hampshire actually for the first time in, in New Hampshire at the Sam O'Reilly House. Mick Baxter and Sean Barber will be doing seminars and then tattooing somebody. The, the seminars are all filled up. it was only five people, but they'll be doing um, those five people will be doing three and a half days a seminar with uh, Sean Barber. Uh, the seminar the next day with Nick Baxter, and then the Wednesday they'll be collaborating on a tattoo. If you are looking to get tattooed uh, by for a collaborative and you are open for their creative uh, work, then definitely get in touch because I believe that we are still looking for a client. We just started looking for a client for that. That's uh, April well, 13th for the tattoo. April 11th to the 14th is the Inspiring Tour. inspiring that tours. if you're an artist who's interested in learning in an inspiring place. Uh, With a few people, we're doing even smaller than our normal shows. May 20th to the 22nd, we'll be setting up a room at Hell City in Columbus, Ohio. Hellcity.com. June 10th to the 12th, uh, Ink Mania. Uh, Oh, that's going to be fun. We just uh, are getting that together. Phil Holt and Stefano will be there in person. Uh, Guy is going to beam in. This is on uh, June 12th. And we're getting the final details together for that, but it's gonna be pretty cool. Uh, Frank Lenatra is gonna be doing a seminar. There's a couple other people doing uh, seminars too, I think, uh, Brian Sanchez, maybe. In um, any an event, uh, that's, yeah, June 10th to the 12th, Think uh, I think it's thinkmaniaexpo.com. July 29th to the 31st, Rubber City Tattoo Invitational in Akron, Ohio. Um, I wonder if this is working. I haven't uh, I haven't tested it yet, but as soon as I introduce Amy, I guess I'll be doing the testing. Hopefully it's going out. (laughs) Ah, um, We're definitely recording. So that's good. Uh, Upcoming uh, this these streams are sponsored by Reinventing the Tattoo. Uh, Guy Aitchison is has been a leader in professional development for tattooers for decades. And his new courses that the, the Evolve course, everyone's getting timed into trimesters. So enrollment only opens three times a year. We had a great enrollment the first time. It's, gonna, it's awesome having everybody take the course together. Uh, each week, the lessons are timed. Um, if you can't wait, you can still sign up for uh, other courses, as well as you know, getting the Reinvented Canon or getting uh, just into the Monday classes. Uh, but if you want to join the trimester, then you have to wait until June. But it's worth it. It's awesome. Uh, Raw Pigments, rawpigments.co, they are acrylic-free pig- uh, pigments to tattoo with, uh, obviously. And because they're acrylic-free, uh, I believe it's because they're acrylic-free. One way or another, they don't dry out in the cup. And yeah, you can check out their uh, videos and more about them, rawpigments.co. Delize Pro is a healing wrap that's designed specifically to breathe. It's a deli- dermalize worldwide. Uh, Delize Pro in the States, der- uh, dermalize worldwide. So if you do a search for either of those, you'll find plenty of videos. And uh, yeah, if you're still using plastic wrap, just, um, yeah, it's designed not to breathe. And these uh, wraps, steelized Pro is designed specifically to heal wounds, uh, the oxygen and stuff gets through, the, the icky stuff doesn't. Um, and let's see, tattoo now, I'm a computer geek for tattooers, and I'll be talking more later, so we don't need to talk too much. Uh, this would be is happening because of Guy Aitchison, he is the driving force behind both, both making this technology happen, as well as the professional development memberships. And yeah, also uh, just his general spirit of helping us uh, share with each other is amazing. And you should go to GuyAchison.com. He has original art, he's got prints, he has uh, the Biomech Encyclopedia, which is out of control. Uh, Yeah, GuyAchison.com. Okay, positive reviews on the channels and all that, constructive criticism, and if you wanna sponsor this channel or network, uh, management at reinventingthetattoo.com. I am going to, Bring in Amy and also hey Amy how are you
1: I'm great <laughs> awesome
0: um, so let's see one of the things that Amy loves about tattooing is that she gets uh, gets to help others realize and express uh their own personal brand and uh, and brand we'll, we'll get to talk about that a little bit what it what that en- uh, encompasses um it's not just logo colors and consistency although that's included but it's more about I guess how you express your spirit, right? Um, and at the same time, she gets to develop herself as an artist and have a awesome professional career. Um, Amy, uh, thank you again for, for joining us. Um, at, the, at the sake of not sounding like I've done my homework, which I have, but could you look straight into the camera, let everybody know where you're beaming in from and some good ways to get a hold of you online. And maybe the first question, what do you love about tattooing? And while you do that, I'm gonna hop in the background, make sure this is streaming out.
1: (laughs) Sure, Um, so I'm Amy Nichols. Uh, You'll find me mostly as Amy C. Nichols if you do the search on Google. Uh, Mostly what you'll find there is my website. That's the best way to contact me, especially if you wanna talk tattoos. If you want to get in touch with me for the podcast, uh, you can find me on Instagram at the underscore apprenticeship underscore diaries, that's for the podcast specific and and that you can actually DM me and I I share my, um, my details on how to contact me at that point. But that's the best way. I'm streaming in from my home right now. This is our spare spare bedroom, but I have a small private studio in Maryland. And um, that's where I live. And uh, it's called Beyond the Pale Art Studio. And we started of uh, June, 2020. So that was my founding time. So we've been in action for almost two years now. So, and when I say we, I mean me.
0: (laughs) Uh, Awesome. (laughs) And uh, well, private studios obviously are something that a lot of people enjoy, you know, but you know, it's, it's very important, you know, to make sure that you're still getting, you know, input and new ideas and whatnot. Uh, I know that you have a podcast, so, you know, people, you know, I know that there's other interviews and stuff where you talk about it, so we don't need to, like, cover uh, ground that we already have, but why don't you give people a little bit of the overview of, you know, the podcast, the type of tattoo clients that you dig. I'm going to fire up some of your tattoos in the background that you sent over, too, so while you're talking, uh, people could check out some of your amazing work. It's great. Okay, sounds
1: good. Um, Well, the podcast is really about entrepreneurial spirit and trying to give people a view of the struggle that most people go through when they're trying to get into a profession. Um, It was first centered around tattooing, but I soon found that the correlations in trying to switch careers or find your way into a career have a lot of similarities. So I broadened it to just people who are willing to come on and talk about their story getting into whatever they're passionate about and um, mostly the apprenticeship uh, diaries like the idea of the apprenticeship diaries that's me at a huh. at a guest spot um, i i actually was like you know let's talk about travel and stuff which kind of leads into what you were saying gabe mm-hmm. um when you started this which was like you know broaden your horizons like get out there make sure that if you're in a private studio that you travel a lot um, these were all uh, tattoos that I did while I was at my guest spot in Minnesota at Weird Ink Society. So I wanted to share that with people just because, you know, when you find yourself, as I have in a private studio, I think it's imperative to diversify, just like with money, just like with anything, Mm -hmm. make sure you're getting out there, make sure you're meeting people, you're keeping yourself, um, you know, we're, we're, we're perspective people, we're artists, we have to keep our perspectives wide and open. And we got to love on a lot of different kinds of people. Um, so yeah, the, the podcast, though, getting back to that is um, it's all about, uh, you know, really just that spirit of passion. Um, the tagline is raw to refined. So it's, it's all about you know, basically being uh, a baby in something and, and the hard knocks that people go through and the passion that they have to have in order to get where they really wanna be. It's not easy. And most of the time when you're hearing from podcasters, you're hearing from a place of authority where they've already arrived at something And so I've I've always felt like it's hard sometimes to hear that point of view because it seems so far away from where you're at if you're just starting. So I wanted something that was in between that kind of introduced people uh, and, and give them a sense of what I get every day when I go into my work. You know, I get to meet people, I get to hear about their stories and the beginnings and fall in love with them on a very personal level. And it's really a gift that you get to interact with people that closely and intimately. And then like, like we started out with too, help them brand themselves, help them, you know, exude something that makes them feel better when they go out into the world, makes them feel more confident about who they are.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I, I used to, um, like when I was first, uh, Wait, I wonder if this is going out, to uh, gallery, well, my, hopefully I'm on there. You know, when, um. I was first getting tattooed like forever, not forever ago, but it was, you know, mid-90s, early 90s, you know, and, and I started like hanging out at the tattoo shop and I felt cool that, you know, I was like the computer geeky guy that was hanging out at the tattoo shop. And like when people w- would come in and get tattooed and they'd leave, you know, they puff up their chest and they'd walk out or they'd feel more beautiful and walk out or whatever it might be, you know, and I was always a little bit cynical about it. I was like, you're the same person that came in when he came out or like, you know, beauty's only skin deep, blah, blah, blah. And like years later. I you know saw those same people and I was like you know they've actually become better people cooler people nicer people um, you know or maybe it was me or maybe it was my perspective I guess I was wrong about that you know and um, but but to your point like tattoos really do allow people to conjure up what it is that either they want to remember that they already have or, or stuff that they want to uh, attract and keep around uh, it's pretty amazing.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the beauty of all personal branding. I mean, that's why marketing in general is so evocative. I mean, we really are as, as people who do tattoos, we are participating in a marketing and branding kind of thing on that level, but it's intimate. It's one-on-one. It's not meant to have mass appeal. It's supposed to have a personal connection that, you know, allows a person to interact with their world every single day and not, not be so affected by by the rest of the noise. It gives them their own noise, their own commentary. Sure. So they can kind of shut out the rest. And I, I think it's I mean it's just an amazing thing. I'm I'm, I'm so blessed to be in it, honestly. And I Agreed. found it um, being a hairstylist as well before that, you know, but the art the art really sells it for me because when it comes to to fashion I feel like you're a little bit more girded by, um, you know, society a little bit more, and also jobs to dictate your your style a little bit. But with tattoos, when you can when you can put something on your body that can be hidden and can be just for you, um, it has a lot more a lot more appeal that one actually was a walk-in that's my first walk-in that I've done in a really long time oh, um, awesome. yeah. yeah it was really cool to um have that heat again because I work in a private studio I don't um you know I don't take people on the spot like that and that was my first walk-in that I've done in a really long time it was really cool I will say that the only thing that that was less cool for me um but I'll, I'll expand upon it was the fact that I never saw the bottom portion of this person's face. That is the best m- matcha I've ever had before that matcha tea, by the way, uh. it's in this, oh, what was it called? It's in Minnes- It's in, um, St. Paul, Minnesota. It's this beautiful little, I'll have to get back to you guys and, and let you know what it was called, but it was this little cafe near, um, uh, weirded society best match i've ever
0: had well you have to, you have some travel photos here i suppose maybe now's yeah. a good time to uh, you know to, to talk about it so, so what do you get out of traveling you know what are the uh, uh some of the lessons learned that uh, that you might not have had you uh, stuck around and, and maybe tell us a little bit about your relationship too with it like did you start off travel you know you know with, with wanderlust or is that something that uh you know came Absolutely. along later
1: Absolutely. The wanderlust was heavy. Um, that was one of the reasons why I determined to be a tattoo artist is because I saw the ability to travel, uh, with it. And what I get, um, like, I, like I said, I was, I, I was able to do a walk-in for the first time. My, most people might not feel that that's you know, awesome maybe. Um, but, but for being in a certain rhythm, you know, uh, all day, every day for my profession for years to get a walk-in when you're not, when you're not used to getting that, it really helps you like feel fresh again. It was working in a style that I'm not typically asked to do either, but it was that was also refreshing to know that I know these tools well enough to make, you know, really anything happen for somebody. And it really made her day. Uh, like I was getting at, the only thing that was kind of a bummer is that I never saw the lower half of her face. So I'm permanently marking somebody, and uh-huh. and we're both masked, and neither one of us like know what each other looks like. But I think it's kind of cool too, because she was a girl, you know, she was a girl. She was also a barber. And the the image is you know, two pairs of eyes and that's what yeah. you can actually see of both of us, which was really kind of cool that we were sharing this thing and the eyes kind of look in, in slightly different directions too, which I think is kind of neat. Like they have a different feel to them mm-hmm. almost, which is kind of neat. Um, cause it kind of in, in, implies like two different women's, uh, collaboration within it, which was neat. Um, and I really enjoyed doing this tattoo, like thoroughly enjoyed every bit of it. Um, and that's the thing is that like, when you travel, it keeps you fresh. It, it keeps your muscles limber, limber in so many ways, um, psychologically, physically, um, mentally, you learn to relax um, because you can't control everything for a control freak like me.
0: Huh.
1: It's really important for me to travel um, because otherwise I, I will lock down and get really hyper really fast um, because I, I do like, you know. That's part of the feature of being uh, a nerdy artist and good at it is that you 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 know kind of are that kind of control. I don't know, little creative person that has to has to you know mind all of the different pieces of things. But when you travel, it gets you out of that, and it really helps you commune with other people. Which that's what we do. We work with people, and if we don't if we don't learn how to be good at that, that's it's not gonna it's not gonna be great. Um, not for right. any.
0: Right. I mean, it's or at least you won't get the, the you won't get the most out of tattooing has to offer. Yeah.
1: You know? and, that,
0: and that goes for both ways. We we're, were having a conversation earlier about like the headphones, <laughs> you know, and, you know, some clients, you know, like the headphones, it puts them in their in their zone. You know, some tattooers like the headphones, it puts them in their zone, you know. And, and I guess, you know, what, what, what gets you that gets you there. But like certainly in tattooing, the client and the tattooer who get together and, you know, also interact and and create this artwork and have that energy um you know and if you do that over time you know you know compounded you know the the opportunities that tattooers have because of their clientele and because of those connections is uh it's tremendous
1: oh yeah well and and you know just so people know like the the way i try to do it and this might be specifically to me i don't have a lot of. I don't have a lot of rules to how I how I tattoo as far as like what gets me in that zone so I mean I'm I'm probably very rare when it comes to that but I think because I was a hairstylist first I'm really okay with talking and kind of marrying the two acts it it doesn't arrest my ability to to do the tattoo and focus it's it's a weird thing about my brain but I meet people with whatever phase that they're at. So if they want to tune out, I'm cool with that. I'll do. The same. You know, if they want to talk, I'm definitely a talker. Um, so, but uh. I, I, the only thing that I've never been able to accommodate people in is that. Um, and this was a cool thing that I was happy to witness. Um, and I think it really is is a neat thing. If you're a black and gray artist, and you your clients really like to kind of wall in and listen to music and get in their own like you know pain zone. Um, my former boss and actually another person, uh, Natalie Secchi, um, they they would turn off all the lights and they would just put a light on what they were working on Mm -hmm. with the uh, tattoo. And that was kind of cool because there are people that have um, sensory perception kind of things. And if they have too much pain They can't take a lot of outside influences and, and light like extreme light is one of those things. Unfortunately, as a color-based artist, I have to be able to see my palette really well and judge the lighting. Um, So it works less well for me and my process. But if I could offer that as something to my clients, I think it'd be really cool just because, you know, when you're getting massage, when you're getting a facial, when you're getting things like that, you know, the light, they try to control it and create this kind of wombish state so that you can embrace what's happening to you um, so that's a cool thing if you if you work with less color um sure. that i can offer
0: so uh, we have a couple comments in the uh, in the chat room so this is actually working oh wait Yay. let me get myself off uh, speaker mode here um well there's a couple haze and highs and i'm gonna check out your channel later uh, let's see alex says uh wow her own skin looks like the shoulder of the tattoo uh, referring to the tattoo that you had up there so um, people notice in use of, uh, of negative space and whatnot, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see uh, something with Medusa. I don't know you probably remember Medusa. Uh, yes, I adore people. Amy so much. Uh, her stories of her original apprenticeships made me feel less alone since my own journey into tattooing took 13 years of failed endeavors uh, before I finally got started for real um so you know that that could lead us to one of the next uh, topics you know do r- you want to discuss a little bit about how the effect you know both you know the the podcast and just being you know you know open and talkative uh has affected other people so that you know again like medusa she's not the only one and, and i imagine um i don't know is there maybe anything that you could talk to to help encourage other people to uh that that might relate to i don't know to keep going and, and or to like squash any of the bullshit ahead of time?
1: Yes, I want to start with saying I'm sorry to Medusa because I am supposed to contact a lot of people at this point that I have negated since October and then beyond that, too, because I had another convention that I was supposed to contact to get interviews. Um, but I, I have such a because I've been traveling. I have so many people that I've interviewed that that I have to like pace it. But I'm you're, you're there, girl. I'm with you. We're going to do this. But, um, and I wanna hear her story definitely in depth um, and thanks for sharing. But yeah, that's that's um, overwhelmingly what I've gotten from people, um, especially people who have never done a podcast before and never, uh, you know, and, and are, are not even tattooed. Like some of the people I interview are not even tattooed or that I've talked with, they, are overwhelmed by how great they feel and and um, self validated they feel so and that's something that I try to have happen like I said earlier when I'm when I'm tattooing people I try to I try to do that I try to give them that that space as well while we're tattooing so as they're collecting this item forever they're able to um, you know, have this validation moment and this atonement moment um, where, where they're just letting go of a lot of stuff or really giving themselves a pat on the back for all that they have accomplished, which is the essence of, of what the podcast is meant to do. I find that most people don't look back at what they've done. They only are centered around what they aim to do, which is ominous in itself. And it never happens fast enough. So, you know, they tend to you know, only criticize themselves and and focus on those things instead of giving themselves a little bit of credit for all the things that they have done. In fact, I talked with um, someone and posted her podcast recently. Her name is Krista Reed. Look out for her because she's going to be starting her own podcast. She actually, after we were done, she was like, that was so great. Like I, I, I think it healed me a little bit. And she's like, I, I, I think I want to do a podcast and I, and she kind of has this idea. I'll let her, you know, like let it develop as, as it comes, but she's K Reed tattoos on Instagram. If you want to give her a follow, she's really lovely. And she actually works at a place where it's both tattoos and, and, um, uh, hairstyling cosmetology. So it's kind of a neat fusion of the two things. So, um, she's really cool and it it helped inspire her and overwhelmingly from everyone like they all talk about it having nerves and then going into it and being like whoa that was really cool and then I I'm like well you know it definitely was we were talking for like two and a half hours and they're like holy crap I didn't I didn't even know that time went by (laughs) and that's kind of the space I get in when I'm developing tattoos and doing my artwork too is that this time like you don't you don't feel it when you're in that rhythm when you're when you're able to feel yourself and I think that's what most people are getting at in this world are really hungry for is just hearing their own voices hearing how you know things affect them and validating those things and knowing that they're okay That it's just it's okay it's okay to just be and um it combats a lot of the depression that we find in, in life. I think when we're able to just exist in a space and know that we're we're doing all right, like there, there is no there is no gold medal at the end of this. Um, it's I mean we're nope. guaranteed is a is a you know a dirt nap.
0: Is not <laughs> you know it, do, it does and, and again I, I love getting uh, sidetracked a little bit, but we do have some uh, uh, tattoo questions. But yeah, the, the point is time is short. Mm-hmm. you know and tattooers certainly spend a little bit more not a little bit more a lot more time you know it, in death with death than most not with, with doctors perchance, per but you know more than like a pediatrician maybe or something because there's people that are memorializing people left i mean often and, and um you know it does but it does real frustrate when people are like we well, never know and i'm like well yeah you don't fucking know motherfucker i don't know but you don't know but what <laughs> we know is that we don't know so like why don't we start with that and not with anything else and maybe we can go from there I'm open I want to hear about how awesome life could be after this consciousness has ceased to exist but like you know well anyways
1: well and we don't know it and and the point is is like but we're here what we do know is we're here and the only thing that I can I can muster about that is I want to have fun while I'm here I want to have a good time and I want to love as hard as I can and know that I was here and I was the best version of being here that I could be, so I think that's also what tattoos give people is the space to be here and feel like feel things to a point of pain and embrace it, and it's really a cool uh, ritual, uh, action, yeah. experience, all of it. So,
0: you know, there's such a, a push for shorter, quicker, attention spanny catches, you know, mm-hmm. and like part of my I always kind of, I, I I will allow myself to get dragged places where I don't want to go, but I've never, I've always had to get dragged into that, and, and, and in tattooing in particular, I'm like, it takes a long time to get a good tattoo, like you can't just do that in a 30 second clip, like, you know, and again, we might use a 30 second clip and some jokes to attract somebody to a longer attention, like, but like, you know, tattoos should and could take a long, or not should and could, if You have the patience to learn about it and and take the time to do it right, to find the right people, to find the right designs to learn about it enough. Then you get the real, again, we're talking about that real amazing reward where it's amplifying um, what it is that you're looking to conjure up. And again, we all know that it could be used, you know, to conjure up negative feelings or to like process things in a negative way or or, or even to, you know, you know, on the real dark side to to place ownership on somebody. Um, so I love the fact that you've always uh, have seemed to, you know, uh, from what I can tell, always go towards that part where it's like your, people can really use it to contribute to their own health and to the health of others, mm-hmm. and um, the healthy part is very vital, you know. It
1: is. It is. Well, and the time is very vital too. I find that regardless of art, regardless of tattoos, you know, uh, taking the time that is necessary for things isn't easy. that's not the easy path, but that to me is the right path. Um, You know, I have actually talking of tattoos. I have two on me that a friend did for me um, that are of a rabbit or a a hare and a tortoise. And it's all reminding me of time and how to, how to run the race and what is required at each point. And I think that, uh, you know, there's, there's nuggets of truth in all parable and all symbols and all those things that we, kind of imbue as we get tattooed but like reminding ourselves that to really make connections to really communicate to really do all of these things it takes time and that that's why again getting back to my podcast we don't we don't limit people um you know I've had a critique recently that was was good um I feel it was from somebody who really wants to get to the point of whatever they're listening for you know they only have so much time but for me, that's the point of the podcast. I want people to know that they're, that they're going to be given the time that it takes to run out of all the things that they want to say and express and that there's going to be somebody there to listen, um, even if it's just me, um, even if it's just their family who check out the podcast, that's enough because the podcast in itself is an artwork. It is an artwork that will go beyond if, if this technology lasts. You know their their sure. grandchildren's grandchildren will be able to look into it eventually and listen to their their ancestry speak and sure. that that'll be an amazing thing for them to siphon
0: and it um, always start it always starts with i mean hopefully your your friends and family want to watch right you know and yeah, uh hopefully. you know hopefully you don't suck so bad that they don't watch again you know um so another question, uh, more in the, in the, along the business lines and the, and the branding. Um, so for tattooers that are traveling, you mentioned traveling and going to like new places. Do you have any uh, suggestions or strategies that have helped you build a clientele in some of these places? I mean, obviously, you know, there's a, a shared relationship about uh, promotion with a, with a studio, but from the artist's perspective, uh, you know, what, what have you taken responsibility for and what has worked?
1: It's hard because it's very subtle. Um, I, I will admit that most of the reasons why I travel are, are really for me. My m- main goal is to break even with anything and to start a relationship. It's a lot about spending money to um, invest in something long-term, which is about relationships. So I guess the one thing that I can really say is, is to make sure that you're conscious about the relationship that you're building with somebody in another place. And it's an opportunity for you to uh, meet a person in a, in another space and really um, showcase who you are and what you have. So give it. Give, I mean, always give your best. I mean, that's that's a golden rule. But but definitely look at it as an opportunity to, um, you know, shine as much as you can and do a lot of front end work with the studio that you're working with, not just about. You know advertising for you, but like what supplies are going to be offered what what you know commissions are going to be given out how it's going to work how things are going to get paid. um, How you're going to get there, you know what what your interactions are going to be what the studio protocol or or um, vibe is um, because. Uh, you know, I've, I've said it to people now and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna come in your house and argue about taking my shoes off, you know, like you set the rules in your studio and when you travel to another place, you can't expect things to stay the same. You have to expect that there's going to be, um, new things that you're going to have to embrace. So, so see those things coming so that when you interact with your client, um, All of those things are already known. They're already taken care of so that they're not happening as you're interfacing with a person that you really want to make a great impression on. And the studio wants you to too. But if you don't do that front end work with both your client and the studio when it comes to setting the whole thing up, that is not a good, t- that is not a good thing. It's like any trip, you know, you don't, you don't go into a trip being like, I'm just going to go to France today and screw it. No, most people, they, they book it months in advance. They think about the things that they're going to do. They budget, they do all of that. That's what you got to do for any trip.
0: Most, most people, <laughs> uh, I have to say I, I, like, you, you just picked out like an, an example, my first trip over to Paris, did you say France? Like my first yeah. trip to Paris. I, um, I received a, a, an email uh, that was, you know, look, our, our programming, a uh, programmer, one of our programmers just quit. So we really need somebody to, you know, come over to, to finish their job. And I thought to myself in my head, this actually is a business lesson. I was like, oh, my God, when when he told me that I didn't get the job. But I'm, I was the next on his list. I was almost like rude and was like, I'll go fuck yourself, buddy. I can't believe you led me on for like three and a half months to get this gig, you know. And now you drop me. It's awesome. It's in Paris, you know. But I didn't. He called me back. And I was like, sure, I could come over. And he's like, can you come over tomorrow? And I'm like, holy shit, dude, no. I mean, I could come over in three days.
1: <laughs> right? I know. But, well, you know, I, mean, I
0: was much younger then.
1: Well, and, and. That, but that's the thing, too, right? Like, um, speaking of how people get to where they want to go, that's that's a part of the podcast, too, of like, you don't assume that these people haven't sacrificed a lot. Like, you know, the, the kind of the kind of it, yeah. things that you have to agree to sometimes are highly irrational and not within your control. If you want to step up in this world and you want to make a connection that could be life changing. So, you know, don't look at these people and just be like, oh, they were born with a golden spoon in their mouth and they're offered all these things. No, man, they took they took leaps that not a lot of people would take. And and it's kind of crazy, but
0: well, especially when you're running around, like in these circles. And I've definitely seen that where you know because of whatever reason people are you know getting the assumptions made on them and like you're not you know i don't talk about how i grew up but you know we can (laughs) you know but like but if people are presumptuous and whatnot then you know you've already lost it there's already the hackles are up and whatnot and sometimes it's sad to see but you know always good to remember for sure you know no doubt
1: well, when you're um, talking with people, it's good to keep that in mind so that you know when to give up. Because, <laughs> you know, if somebody's already, like you said, with their dukes up, you're already yeah. in a confrontation. You know, that's if you don't want to be in a confrontation, just walk away. You're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. So there it was just- a
0: little bit of talk about that, uh, you know, Ricardo was about, um- like just some clients are just alpha types, right? And it's like, where do, where do you like try to please your clients because you want to please the clients, but then there's some personality. Some people are just particular, some people don't know what they want and some people are like control freaks that, you know, want to manipulate the situation to their liking. And um, it's crazy, I, you know, I definitely always suggest maybe maybe one more topic, but uh, uh, speaking of not letting people uh, uh, discover and explore, um, I do have a hard out for this show um but we we could definitely do a long form i'm down with that too yeah um but uh so how do you suss out or is there like you know different personality types what does work what doesn't work you know there's a lot of work on the front end you've already talked about um you know is it worth have you ever taken psychology classes are you like a university type school person
1: i'm a dropout when it comes okay well i took three years of college but um i don't think that that's where i got uh any of that. Uh, I got it yeah. in therapy, honestly. Um, I can't well, be- uh, yeah, of course. So, um,
0: Or not, of course. but
1: it's, it's a lot of, I mean, I wish I could offer more. I can tell you what I do. Um, that's probably easiest. Um, so what I do is I offer on my book, online booking system, which is what will happen is I, I take in the requests. They all sit in my inbox until I'm ready to review them. I accept the request I'll send you a booking link we book consultation of your preference typically I ask if it's a first time meet that we do a zoom or an in-person consultation I definitely prefer in person as I can take measurements and I can do a lot of things that are harder for people that actually is one that I collected from Jordan I didn't do that one that one's oh, on okay me. that one's on me she's really good um oh yeah she- this is great she did that because we uh, we exchanged tattoos. she got an exploding Winnebago and I got a microphone because
0: oh, yeah.
1: I, I interviewed her and that's the one I did on her. Oh. Yeah, um, because we met on we, we met online and we did a podcast together and then I determined I wanted to go to her studio. Awesome. But, uh, getting back to the the way I handle it is I, I have this form that basically says what all of the rules are to my deposit. It's my deposit form. And on it, I have a space to make copious notes. I also do it digitally Uh, on Procreate. I've created like a a little, you know, like I just work in layers. For each client, there's a new layer and and I send it to them. So that's a big thing about those personality types is, I will write down all of my notes. I will, you know, we spend like an hour, hour and a half talking about their tattoo. I go into everything that they don't even think about. Like, cause you know, you've been doing tattoos enough. If you don't, if you haven't been, then you'll have to learn this and you'll have to find these things coming at you as they come and make note of them in your head. So I can't help with that because it's, it's something that you have to learn as you go, you know, how people can flip the script on you. But when you can see those things coming and when you know what people are going to do eventually, then you can call things before they happen. And then you get the client that's like, oh, I didn't even think about it that way. Or I didn't think about that. And what I say in return to that is, well, this is the beginning of the conversation. This consultation doesn't end here. You have all the way up until the week of your tattoo appointment to express to send anything to me that is your deadline though because the week of your tattoo appointment is when i start designing for you so if you haven't gotten everything into me that you are now thinking about and everything that will harm you because if I design for you and I hear about something after the fact that was never previously discussed and I'm, I'm writing this down and I'm going to send it to you. We're both getting a copy of this contract. Contract. I mean, that's what it is. Um, you are seeing what I've understood of your design and we are taking this time. If you're, not, if you're not clear, then you need to get clear and you need to be honest with yourself. I also allow my clients... To book their own appointments, so it gives them a lot of control in their area, and I've set it up so that both of us are, you know, able to do that. Mm-hmm. But I want this to all happen in their own time and space, so that they can have the kind of control and understanding as they need to. They get a quote for me. They get a, a maximum quote about how much time they will be charged for. Um, I also, I also do that too. Like I know how long at this point things are gonna take me. And usually if I know I'm being optimistic, which I usually am, I tack on four extra hours, give them a max quote. Very rarely does it go over that max quote at all. I just prepare them for the worst case. I guarantee them they will not be charged more than that as that's how much I want to get from that piece. And then it might be less, I charge by the hour. I have one of those, you know, Tattoo power supplies that give me a readout of the time, so it is accurate to the to the minute if I wanted it to be. But I usually round in their favor. Um, and you know, we I, I the thing with people that most people need to understand when you're doing a consultation, you are selling yourself and you're selling the tattoo experience. So really think about what kind of experience you want to cultivate. And for me. I always wanna cultivate a space where everybody can be transparent and we're able to meet each other 50-50. So whenever someone's buying, they wanna know, is it worth it? Will I be heard or be, be screwed? Um, this is my my setup where I was able to be in a um, uh, weirding society. It's great. Um,
0: uh, this is So this is the guest spot?
1: Yeah, this is. The, I, I sent you all pictures of the guest spot. Oh, okay, I
0: was uh, I wondering if this problem. was your... Uh
1: this is great because if anybody wants to do a guest spot um i highly recommend weirding society and jordan uh lafay she is an incredible host she she does far more than i've ever had really anybody do for a guest spot for me it was really an amazing experience her studio and the people that work for her are lovely i highly recommend them so if anybody wants it it's gorgeous look at it Um, so it's, it's an amazing place. And um, St. Paul, Minnesota was a cool place, even in January to visit. It was cold, but whatever. Uh, um, <laughs> I wasn't awesome. in it very much. But like, uh, yeah, like you, you have to think about what you want your client to feel. And you also need to think about yourself in whatever situations you are in where you're presented with a deal, basically. Yeah. Do you want, you know, nobody wants to feel screwed nobody wants to feel taken advantage of, nobody wants to feel like they didn't have an opportunity to communicate effectively. So you give your clients lots of ability to talk with you and you zero in on them at that point. I make my clients wait years sometimes to talk to me, but by the time they get a chance to talk to me, they're in my queue. They're now my world. They're now what I focus on and I make sure that all of them feel like they, they have the opportunity to communicate with me. and at And I'm also one of those tattoo artists and I get it if it's not your process. I don't draw on people except for a very minimal amount. Um, I get it if that's what you do. It's a whole other thing. Everyone
0: um, does it different right? Or
1: right. I, show, one, of, I show, one of five ways I suppose. Right, I show my clients two days prior to their tattoo appointment so that they can preview their design and because of all the digital stuff that we have at our disposal. I'm able to get it very close to what they will get. So I like to give that to them so that everybody, when they're there, they know exactly what they're getting. We can have a dialogue and they can just relax and enjoy the tattoo and I don't have to when I'm trying to make a tattoo answer questions like are you going to do this are you going to do Sure.
0: <laughs> awesome. Sweet. Yeah. Well um, thanks again for your time and like I said I'd love to do something uh, a little bit more long form but we have a, a the reinventing business class is coming up and uh, that'll be that's a fun one we're, we're going to organize a um, a big benefit um, but so, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's wrap up. If you want to uh, let us know, you know, if there's any types of clients in particular that you'd like uh, to to attract or to, or to have fill out the forms, let us know. And um, yeah, that'd be awesome. And, uh, and then, yeah, and then just wrap up with uh, so people that join in the middle can know where to go to catch up with your links and uh, yeah, then we'll catch up in the next event or something. <laughs>
1: Awesome. I would love that. I'm excited about the Roku as well. I'm glad you said it a lot because I'm going to I'm going to tune in on that. Oh, it's crazy. (laughs) And I said it again. So there you go. Um, (laughs) But um, I uh, I don't want to right now. I've attracted so many clients that I'm backlogged. So right now I have my dedication is to the people who are already waiting for me. And in my queue, I feel like I owe them at this point um, my attention. Uh, really since COVID I've, I've been honestly, guys, I'm just going to be really transparent. I've been trying to get my head right again, because it kind of jostled me and, and part of doing this craft is being able to be kind of an, not an empty vessel, but a receiving vessel for my clients. And because of all the stress of these past two years and what I've <laughs> what I've had to kind of go through personally, I haven't found that I've been really available to a lot of my clients. So I put a lot of new work on hold. So my dedication right now is to the people who are waiting for me. I'm still looking at you. I'm still getting to you. I apologize for all the time, but that that really is uh, it. I don't want anybody to feel like they're being uh, left you know, left behind. Um, and then as far as reaching out to me, I mean, I'm kind of all over the place. If it's to wor- like work with me, the best way is my website, like I said, it's www.anicholstattoos.com. And that's N-I-C-H-O-L-L-S is Nichols. Um, That's the only thing that's kind of weird within that. Um, And that's the best way to get in touch with me. As far as commissions, uh, you can DM me If you have my personal number, you can text me. I do do, you know, private commissions for people for, I like pet portraits, you know, people have been giving me those lately. And then as far as the podcasts, again, it's uh, the underscore apprenticeship underscore diaries. If you want to reach out IG, if you want to email, it's the apprenticeship diaries at gmail.com.
0: Awesome. Thanks again. And uh, yeah, I'll I'll click the buttons and then send over the links and uh, export the things and we'll, uh, yeah get this out Thanks again. it was awesome
1: Gabe, you're awesome uh, it was amazing how
0: about that booking process just clicking yeah. a couple buttons and then the emails go back and forth and we even awesome. made the links for the for the for this for the zoom I know
1: I gotta get on it man like there's so much but I gotta oh. do it for my podcast too it's what, do awesome.
0: you have any oh should, no I, I do have to go but are there any tattoo conventions or any events that you're going to be going to real quick
1: no, I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be doing a lot of guest spots this year. So my next awesome. guest spot is at Rapture Tattoo Emporium in PA and I am so stoked. They're awesome. a shop. So check them out.
0: Perfect. Okay, cheers. We'll talk soon. Thanks.
1: Bye, Gabe. Bye, Gabe. <laughs>